Oh, he's got the grills in this episode. Grills all in my mouth for this one. I like that. I yeah. like that. He's got the bust down grills. Yeah, it's, I'm not. I'm not tucking my chains today. Uh-uh. No, sir. No, no. Botox feeling good. Yeah. This is exciting. I'm happy to be back in the yeah. studio. That Patreon money is Ooh, being yeah. well spent. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun yeah. with that Patreon money. Wow. Wow. Welcome back to another episode of Hot Takes. Feels good to be back. Mm-mm. Yeah, after a long day's work of coming into the studio and just messing around is a good time. It always feels good. Yeah, as usual, uh, we've got sidekick Sammy tied up in the corner. <laughs> He's not able to say anything. We don't give him a mic. Yeah. But he is our producer. Thank you to sidekick Sammy. He, Shout out to him. Yep, he's taking care of all that. Uh, as I said, we're no longer exploiting free student labor, uh, so we're paying him. <laughs> so, yeah, Sidekick Sammy's taking care of uploading and editing and all that stuff that I don't understand. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we're in the we're in the studio here in Pennsylvania. We're enjoying it. We're living it up. Uh, let's talk about our week a little bit. Catch oh, people yeah. up on our lives. Uh-huh. So, again, just to update you guys, we're at Bryn Mawr College out here in PA. And this week, we actually, just a few days ago, we had our first practice scheduled with our team but something weird kind of happened scheduling makes up the women's team showed up yeah yeah um it happens especially at these kind of uh low class schools uh, yeah. uh, such as this one where it's not a big name so yeah. they've they've probably got somebody's kid just yeah yeah and, running the schedule and let me just say thank god that is not our team i mean watching those girls dribble a basketball i was like Wow, I feel bad for the sad sack that's gonna have to turn that you know piece of garbage unit into a winning team. Yeah, yikes! Big of us to st- stick it out. Mm-hmm. We stayed for practice. They said because they, they were pretty adamant that we were their coaches. Right? Yeah, and they we said, seem to uh, be. Yeah. I don't think so, but fine. You know, we'll we'll go along with it for now. So yeah, we ran some drills. Uh, some some of the stuff we were. Uh, some of our coaching habits don't quite translate, and I don't know. And we just ran into some hot water pretty quickly. So, uh, yeah, that would be a disaster if we had to do that for a whole season. But yeah. no, luckily it was just a scheduling conflict, and um, we we just you know we'll we'll have a practice as normal later in the week. Uh, but somebody screwed up. Someone's getting fired. Yeah, yeah. There, I mean, there's just like you said, some things just don't translate well. There's something about threatening a college girl with like torture. That just doesn't feel the same as threatening, you know, a young man with torture. Yeah, I myself didn't feel comfortable putting both hands around the neck of one of these women and saying, you have to play better. There's something, yeah, yeah. Call, me, call me a gentleman, call me chivalrous, whatever it is. I didn't feel like that was something that would carry over. So we we had some minor issues there, but I'm sure that will get resolved in one way or another. Uh, beautiful gym. I mean, beautiful oh, facilities. Nice. Um, I Again, confusing as to how that could happen, but I'm excited for it. It felt good to be back in that mode. You it, know what I mean? It really did. Just being on a campus again was great. Walking around campus, it is... It's the... the the slant must be the population slant must be pretty heavily towards women, mm-hmm. um, because I see a lot of them walking around. Uh, but you know that that's always a nice thing. You know we're we're competitive and we're trying to win. Yeah, that's special. We've been getting to know the area a little bit, mm-hmm. frequenting some nightclubs, yeah, some restaurants. Uh, we've made a few enemies already, believe mm-hmm. it or not. Uh, yeah, a couple of bouncers that are not very fond of me, but. Yeah. That's we're just getting the lay of the land, right? Mm-hmm. That's important to know which clubs I should not go to, right, 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 and which ones I'm safe at. Yeah, it's it's been a little bit rough. We've had a couple encounters that 
you might have seen some clips going around. Uh, All out of context. People are Don't so quick to, to whip out their phones nowadays uh, and film something. Yeah. It's like, you know, let's just enjoy these moments, right? Why do we have to document the time I'm getting into, you know, know, a physical altercation with someone who's a foot taller than me and, you know, 100 pounds heavier? I'm just so, I just, I just think of the time where you could commit a hate crime. You could harass a service worker and not have to worry about being <laughs> oh, filmed. Oh, yeah, God. That, and, and you add on to that are a massive celebrity, mm-hmm. which already takes away a level of anonymity. Right. And then you throw on everyone's, you know, thinks they're a, a journalist yeah. with this stuff. And it just becomes really suffocating yeah. to be yourself. Yeah, I go right to the shade room. Everyone's flaming me in the comments. It's a disaster. Oh, it's a total mess. I'm just happy to hear you got back on Instagram, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was briefly on and uh, was subsequently found out and kicked off. Uh, Yeah, it turns out I didn't read the fine print. I kind of signed my life away when I signed up for that account and should have paid attention to some things that I didn't. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it got me into some legal troubles. Speaking of which, we have a guest. Yes, sir. An amicable guest, Mm -hmm. which I don't think we've had yet. No, this is someone who likes us. Yes, uh, one of our boys. Yeah, you could say this is someone who's been with us for a long time. He's been the my divorce attorney for all five of my uh, failed marriages. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Bill, man, he has come in clutch for you. God, I've lost track of the number of times. Yeah, I asked him for some cool words to use in court, uh, just different ways to make me sound more official. Again, he is a divorce attorney, mm-hmm. so uh, when it comes to criminal law, there's a little bit less that, that right. he can lend himself to. Like, but God, can he intimidate a witness? Yes, he is good in a pinch for that. He's got some really, really nice techniques, and he went to law school, so that's got to count for something. It's more than I can say. I dropped out of middle school. But... We have him here in the studio for the very first time, Tommy Vincenzo. Tommy, how's it going, buddy? How's it going, lads? I'm very happy to be here. Oh, man. Tommy, just break down how you kind of first got into contact with us. What was that first meeting like, and what did you think of us? Well, man, it was kind of a funny experience because I'm sitting there and I got this couple in front of me and they do not like each other. (laughs) They cannot stand being in the same room with each other. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Eric just starts knocking on my door, blew right past the receptionist who just does not know how to do her job, Mm -hmm. Um, blows right past the door. And he was like, listen, I need a divorce and I need a divorce now. And I was like, I like that energy, although it's going to come at a price. Next thing you know, I had a couple of racks in my hand. And I was like, "Okay, I can work with this. I sent the couple on their way. They could do whatever they want. And uh, that's kind of how that happened. And they they actually ended up staying together, I heard, that couple. They worked things out. So that was special. I can remember that like that like it was yesterday. Uh, that that first, I mean, no one forgets their first divorce. No. You know, it's it's a special event. And then talk about, you know, what are some of the ways you've helped Bill out outside of just some cool words? Oh, well, you see, Bill, Bill's gotten himself into a, a couple of sticky situations here, a couple of sticky situations there, and... Uh, you know, it primarily has to do with his social media presence. It's not exactly uh, what you would call completely and totally clean. Um, so, you know, it's it's just a tidying up here, tidying up there. You know, nothing nothing a little cash brooming, a little mm. sweep, oh, up, yeah. sweep away. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, Tommy's coming clutch, and, and I really appreciate him. I did get you disbarred briefly. There was a point where you were representing me, and you were no longer able to practice law. But talk about bouncing back from that and how it actually made you stronger and a better lawyer. Well, I mean, you learn more from your failures than you do your successes. And, you know, you know, Mm-mm. Getting disbarred 
that, that doesn't mean you can't just walk into a courtroom and you know represent yourself. Oh, it, yeah, true. after all, it is a courtroom. So uh, that's what I did um, until I had to be forcibly removed uh, several times. Uh, yeah, screaming the whole time. After all, it is a courtroom. But it's good to see you. You're now practicing law again officially. And it's exciting because we're, we're talking, I mean, I needed you very recently with my divorce. By the way, I'm fine. I'm fine. I know we, I know we're talking about my, my broken marriage, but I just want to make sure I'm, everyone knows I'm fine emotionally. He's totally fine. Yeah. That, I, yeah. I took it for granted, I guess, cause I've been with the guy the whole time. He's totally fine. Oh no, I'm fine. I'm not upset. I'm fine. I'm in the club because I like it. Yeah. Not because I'm running for my emotions. Yeah. Fine. Just wanted to preface this whole topic yeah. with that. I'm fine. Good. Good, yeah. Let's go to an ad, okay. um, and then we'll come back and, and we'll get into the, the meat and bones of the episode. Nice. Hi, everybody. You know who I am. I'm Coach Eric Kostopoulos, the head coach of the Bryn Mars College men's basketball team. And you know who I am, too. Coach Bill, the co-head coach of the Bryn Mars men's basketball team. And we want to let you guys know that our season is already in full swing. Come out and see the boys play. We got a lot of good competition. And, you know, it's always good to come out and support. Now, as we know, the former coach was fired for embezzling funds. But now that we're here, that won't happen. So you can feel good about where your money is going. Come watch the men's team throw down on that court. We've got all sorts of action for you. We're doing halftime performances, giving you a little extra entertainment between halves. Mm -hmm. So make sure you stick around after the game we'll sign your kids we'll do all sorts of things for you uh, we will ask for a little cash in return but please come down to see some great games we're excited about this season the Bryn Mawr men's basketball team is one of the best in the area and you don't want to miss a game come on down meet us see a good game and walk away with some great memories okay we're back we're back with Tommy Vincenzo that's our, right that's right our trusty lawyer and uh, today we're going to talk about a, a topic near and dear to all of our hearts, uh -huh. which is divorce etiquette. Yeah. How to properly and classily go through a divorce. I myself know very little about this. I famously have not gotten a second date, but my partner in crime... Well, no, I cannot. Oh, yeah. I've been advised Watch against it. using that expression. It is a figure of speech. He's not my partner in crime. My partner in legal activity, Eric... Has been through quite a few divorces and now yeah. recently an annulment. So he's got a lot to share. And of course, Tommy V, he knows that, I mean, he wrote the book on this stuff. Oh, yeah. You see, I like to approach divorces in the same way you boys like to approach basketball. You know, you can you can have a nice, clean divorce. You know, it could be, you know, boom, boom, done, you know, mm -hmm. straight to the point. Or it could be entertaining, you know, yeah. like people want these big, drawn out divorces, yeah. You know, that's that's oh, where yeah. all the action is. Oh, like, man, you've gotten me so many. Just my divorces have been crazy entertaining. Your spouse who, even if you have a child, they're immediately the enemy. Immediately the enemy. Mm -hmm. You've got to hound them. And for my first two weddings, I didn't have a prenup. You didn't sign a prenup your first two weddings. No, but I did not. you went to Tommy after your first. So Tommy missed it the second time around. <laughs> yeah, well, I had asked you about a prenup, and then you said... What's that, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. No. The prenups make everything a little too clean. You know, it's oh. like I walk in with with what I want. You walk in. I walk in with what I have. You walk in with what you have, and then at the end of the day, we both split our weight. No, that's not fun. Yeah. Talk about what are your like 
your go-to moves to just let your opponent or your former spouse know that you are just in attack mode? Okay. Well, first of all, you got to make them completely and totally insecure about any of the words that are coming out of their mouth. You know, if they so much as stumble, you want to point your finger at them and scream, the buffoon is flummoxed. They will not know what to do with that. Just keep pointing it and repeating it over and over again like a toddler. A toddler always ends up getting their way or they cry their eyes out until they go to sleep. And I can guarantee you will be doing both. Whenever you would. I mean, the amount of times I've heard that phrase in a legal yes. meeting with Tommy is in I the course cry. of an hour. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 bad. I've never had uh, I've never had, the, you know, a healthy divorce. I so don't I, think anyone has. No. Well, you, you know, I, <laughs> no, so. it's, not, it's not supposed to be. Right. It's supposed to be energetic. Well, yeah. no, I'm saying no, but I've never even gone to you with my partner and been like, oh, like we're still on good terms. We just don't want to be married anymore. Right. Yeah. It, I, I've always been kind of in a feud. So it's very interesting to see how you kind of like you just tear at the seams of, of a seemingly peaceful relationship. Now, I heard you once represented both parties in a divorce. Is that true? How did that go? That uh, that's a personal favorite of mine. Yeah. Uh, it was interesting because I got paid twice as much. Right. Yeah. Uh, Smart. They didn't know that I was their divorce attorney until the day that, you know, it was all getting like set and done. Uh-huh. And I just showed up and they're like, well, where's my right. divorce attorney? And I was like, surprise, it's me. That didn't really go over well. Okay. Uh, it was the first warning I got from from the court system that I would be disbarred. Um, but I did make twice, twice the amount of money. I, so. Okay. Walk me through it. You showed up to court, and they both said, where's my divorce? They didn't automatically assume you were their divorce attorney. (laughs) Well, that's when the disguises came off. I see. I see. That's when the disguises came off, right? I think I'm reading too deep into it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so now let's let's make things interesting. Um, Okay, so now let's get into a different scenario. Again, I don't really know anything about this world, but I have some friends or a friend that does, uh, and I won't reveal my source just for privacy's mm-hmm. sake, but uh, he's a close friend of mine that I have a podcast with, and mm-hmm. one of his marriages ended with his spouse crashing his car, mm-hmm. setting it on fire, uh, destruction of property. So it was mm-hmm. certainly not amicable. It was much more elevated, heated. And uh, how would you go about resolving something like that? Well, first off, you got to hit him right out of the gate with, you know, they have clearly cross the line, mm-hmm. you know, that is that is damage of someone's personal property, mm. you know, uh, in such a violent fashion, too. You know, that car went ablaze. Cost a fortune to fix. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure, I, I mean, I'm sure it cost a fortune to fix as well. Yeah. You see, the thing is, that shows that shows that they had no remorse for the situation oh, so whatsoever. You don't just casually light something on fire. Fire mm-hmm. is a real statement maker. I've never burned anything anger. down. I wouldn't know about that, but yeah, yeah, yeah that's no, what I've no, heard. No, as, as your legal advisor, I'd advise you to... Yeah, yeah. Just, because of the trial. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Because of, exactly, because yeah. of the trial. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, now, one of the most you know acrimonious parts of a divorce can oftentimes be children. And this is actually one part of divorce etiquette that I don't know that much about because I've honestly never cared that much about what happens there. You know, I mean, if I get them 50%, 25%, you know, I love my kids, but, you know, I'll make the best of what I can get. Mm-hmm. So, but what happens, what, what, are, what are your sort of go-to, you know, lines or moves or, or, or tactics when you have two people who are, even if they're on good terms with each other, but are just bitterly divided over what to do with the kids? 
You see, this is the part where you want to start bribing your children. Mm. Um, nothing, there's not a single situation in the world that can't be fixed with a nice clean rack. Yeah. So it's you want to start, you want to start bribing your children, get them to start like saying things to the other person that really makes them question their loyalty. Okay. Uh, you want to, you want to, you want to cripple them from the inside. So when they show up on the day of the the day of the court hearing, they're just all sorts of... You want to cripple your children on the inside? Or no, no, spouse? no. Okay, the, the, okay. the spouse, yeah. Okay. But you want to use the children as, like, the vehicle. You want to you want to weaponize... Oh. What I'm saying is you should be weaponizing your children against your former partner. I hear wow, that. That is I hear that stuff. Yeah. A couple scenarios. One, I, I've heard you say it's better if the kids are younger because your bribes can be a lot smaller. Oh, yeah. Right? If you got a yeah. five-year-old, you slide them a five. You're set for whatever you want them right. to do. Yeah, right? Yeah, just tell them, you know, you know how many M&Ms you can buy with that? And woof. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. Done. Goes away a lot faster. Uh, let me let me pose a hypothetical to you. What if I don't want my kids in the divorce? What if I'm trying to get them to go to the other side? How do I approach that? Ah, uh, the life of a, a single free man. Yes. Uh, okay. Oh. So in situations like that, what you really want to do is just don't pay them any attention. Mm, okay. Children love attention. That's yeah. really all they want. You know, they'll constantly say like, "Daddy, look, look at what I did. Look at look look at this. Look at that." It's like, sweetie, I don't care what you did. Have you ever I have had a kid? No yeah, so do you have any kids? Because <laughs> I think I know the answer, but I right. don't. Do you ever have, have any kids, Tommy? Yeah, you know, I mean, oh, oh. I, there, is, there is, in fact, the reason why I became a divorce attorney. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I had a... I feel that like was, a whole other podcast, that kind of origin story. Yeah, yeah. I, had a, I represented myself that day. It was my first... That was that was my first case. Okay, uh, almost feels like we should have started there in a yeah, way. I say, yeah, yeah, it feels like. So you have... So, okay, so you've been divorced, but you do have kids. Yes, yes, I do. Okay. I wanted to ask you about child support. Is that mandatory or absolutely not? Okay. In no way is that is that mandatory okay. whatsoever. Yeah, I didn't think so. Children, they have their own they have their own thoughts, you know? They have their own consciousness. They use their own synapses. They can support themselves. And I am a divorce attorney with a 100% divorce rate. I know no L's. Yes. I only take W's. Yes. You if someone hires you for a divorce, you are guaranteed that they are getting divorced. There is yes. no way there you are getting divorced. There is absolutely no way you are going to save that marriage unless... Eric walks into the room with racks. You leave and you figure your stuff out. But that's on your own accords. I didn't do that. Yeah, that I was, didn't do that. Yeah. So. I'll, take, I'll, take, I'll take the blame for that one. Yeah. I will. Eric's a bit of a marriage counselor in that way. Oh, <laughs> Just by seeing the way in which I handle my my situations, it it's makes like we can. We're this is fine. This yeah, is trivial in comparison to sure. that. Yeah, well, that's really exciting. I think our listeners, we've got a lot of divorced or wanna be divorced men yeah. that listen to our show. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be helpful. Do you want to throw your name, website, business card, phone number, address out there so anyone PO box you? maybe PO box? Yeah, our law firm is uh, Vincenzo and Ghoul. Me and my me and my. Uh, Childhood best friend Gob A. Ghoul. First uh, mention of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I hate Gob. <laughs> Eric and Gob. Yeah, that guy sucks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he's, he's least... too nice. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, my. I mean, he was like chatting up my ex wife, like when we were there. He was like, Oh, are you doing okay? Like, how are you feeling? Yeah, what a softie. Yeah. Yeah, no, Gob, Gob and I, we're like the, we're like the, um, 
What is it? We're like the yin and yang. You know, we're we're opposites of each other. Yeah. yeah. So He's, Vincenzo and Ghoul, that's where people can find you. Vincenzo and Ghoul, if you come to me, I'll give you that Tommy V guarantee. 100% divorce rate. I can guarantee you will get more than what you came in with. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. Well, so that's that's it for the divorce etiquette part of the show. I mean, that is, I mean, so many gems in there. Yeah. I mean, that is going to make for some pretty entertaining divorces. But now we're going to head into our segment for today, uh, which is, of course, story time slash weight off our shoulders. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where we maybe get into a, a situation in the past that we want to clear up uh, or maybe confess to something horrible that we've done. Okay, so my story, it's going to take us back, I mean, a long time, almost, almost over 15 years now, I mean, which is crazy. Back in 06, uh, we were at Louisiana State University, uh, yes. LSU. Uh, good times, good times at LSU. But anyways, there was a bit of a controversy around the school at the time where some kids got injured driving one of those big uh, sort of, you know, those boats with the big fan on the back, the big kind of propeller. It's kind of like a mesh, uh, yeah, like I a guess, mesh bottom. I guess I never thought of it as a fan. Yeah, of course, it's a propeller. But um, yeah. Yeah, fan. Again, as you'll see, I, I'm not much of a boatsman. Um, but anyways, there was a, a bit of a controversy around that, and I wanted to speak on that. I was going to take a fun trip with the team uh, to, yeah, we were going to go out, see some nature. Uh, you know, they have very nice bayous in uh, in Louisiana. So we were going to go. And so I brought some guys on the team. Bill actually wasn't here for this, mm-hmm. uh, which is really good news. Um, mm-hmm. So we're out there and we have a guide who is who is driving the boat, taking us around to all the hot spots. And we're drinking. We're throwing a few, we're throwing a few back. Uh, actually, I'll be clear. I've been drinking heavily. You know, the players don't want to see, you know, drinking in front of their head coach. I'm trying to tell them like, Hey guys, I'm a cool guy. Like, you know, you can do this. But anyways, I'm getting trashed and on this boat and we're driving around and eventually the, the guide says, all right, I think we're done. You know, it's been like an hour and a half or so we're done with the tour and I'm having way too much fun. So I, some would say commandeer, other would say pirate. Uh, or, you know, something like that. I take over the ship. And like I said, you know, I've been drinking heavily. I'm also not much of a boatsman. So we're driving around this bayou. The kids are getting upset. They're saying like, coach, can we just go back? Can we, you know, whatever. And I'm still driving around. I then lose control. And we all sort of go flying. And a couple of kids get injured. And I'm kind of thinking to myself, all right, every man for himself. I got to get going. I go and talk to the guide. I drop, I remember, I'm hearing Tommy V's voice in my head. Nothing that can't be solved with a cool rack. I bribe the guy a thousand dollars, say, Hey, I wasn't there. You didn't see me. I speed in my bright yellow Hummer all the way back to campus. I change, I get into a better, uh, into a better, you know, not covered in Bayou filth suit. And I'm driving back and I go, okay, I got to now find a way that this isn't my fault. I call Bill. I say, I'm, I've been with you for the last three hours, right? I need an alibi. Bill, of course, is my man. He says, I got you. No questions asked. I then, of course, call the campus head or whatever you want to call it, whoever was in charge and say, hey, you know, my players are supposed to be here for practice. Where were they? And of course, they're not there. They're still getting. And then we hear reports. LSU basketball team found crashed boat in a bayou, injuries, you know, whatnot. No witnesses. All the kids are saying, oh, Coach Eric was there, whatever. But no one's going to believe a bunch of kids who were found with beer of course not. and a boat. Yeah. The guy's been paid off. Mm-hmm. I call Tommy V. I break down the whole situation. He says, you're going to be fine. Yeah. And now 
these kids are in some trouble, but I, th- I mean, this is the important thing. And this is how I'm clearing my name in this situation. Mm-hmm. I cover for these kids and I make sure they don't get too harsh of a punishment. Yeah. Permanent mark goes on their record mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but it, you still wanted to win. Right. Right. And these guys are good. So they you are still good. needed them for your team. I did. So I thought for the good of the team and I made sure these kids, their lives weren't completely derailed. So that's out to all the haters who say, oh, I just create all these crises and then leave and it's, you know, I'm never accountable for anything. How about that? I stood up for those kids after I crashed a boat in a bayou and uh, coaching the LSU team drunk. Tommy, you got anything you want to get off your chest? I remember a spicy one. Uh, okay, I'd say this was back in like 2015. Uh, I had this one couple, they walked up to me and, and it was it was really weird because like one of them really just did not want to get divorced, which I just don't understand why that would ever be the case. Right. And the other one desperately wanted to get out. Um, and so I'm sitting there with the other attorney and they're trying to like clean this up. And I was like, listen, do you know, you, you, you know, you got anything like spicy, you know, something that can really, something can really heat this up, you know? Okay. And uh, they were, th- they were thinking the same thing as me, but you know, it, it took, took a little bit of convincing. I will say that. Um, so, you know, quick, quick slide of cr- quick rack and uh you know i got some i got some very very spicy stuff to use in the courtroom which uh which i'm very proud of but so i may or may not have walked up to the judge and made maybe a rather large shady deal Mm -hmm. with the judge um just to guarantee just you know lock down that tommy v guarantee what state was this Virginia or something. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so you know, Virginia. You know, people are often very kind, and they're especially they're even they're even more kind when you slide them a fat rack. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. So we get there, and 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 I walk up to the judge, and and of course I can't make this deal in broad daylight, right? It's right. it's a shady deal. Right. Of course. That's that's kind of the whole part of it. And I had to go all the way back down the 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 Vincenzo family tree of knowledge back to when back to when we first created the table and there was a reason we created the table. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no, the Vincenzos we Oh my cre- god. That goes we created, really far back. We created the table. And uh-huh. the reason that we created the table was so that way you had some shade to make the shady deals under the table. Under the, wow, which is which is part of our family motto. What good is a table if you can't make a deal under it? And wow. so, of course, I had to go back back to uh, Long Line. We had to fly all the way back to Italy. Okay, back oh, to wow. back to where my family has this this nice little woodworking shop where we make only yeah. tables. Okay, mm-hmm. we sat down at the table, and we made a made a little. We'll so you flew the, the judge to Italy to make this deal? Yes. Okay. I have some questions, and some questions have been answered. Okay. Because there was that one time that we were all in court together, uh-huh. and there was a glass table, and you body slammed it and <laughs> shattered it into a million pieces. And that I, is true. <laughs> at first, I thought, you know, he was just on one. Right. right. Out, <laughs> yeah, Tommy gets hyped before. up in court. Tommy yeah. loves the cocaine. He can't lay off the stuff. <laughs> So I thought it was just another one of those times, yeah, but it was because you can see right through it, oh, and right. your family motto: that table is no good because right. you can't make, can't a, make deal a shady under deal it. under it. My other question is this: I want you to estimate for me how many times or how many scenarios do you think have ended with you sliding someone a quick rack, and has that number adjusted to account for inflation? 
I would say almost every single case that I have ever worked on in some way has included me sliding a fat rack underneath the table. Um, so these are ones then? Yeah, how much cash is a rack now? Is it still just a standard 1000 Well, I mean, in some cases, you know, I say slide a rack because at the bare minimum, the lowest I've ever gone is one rack. But, you know, wow. some case, some people some people really need that a little extra convincing, you know. Uh-huh. So uh, there are several, several meetings with right. several tables. I'll make my story quick. Um, this is uh, actually pretty recent. This was a year ago. We were at Washington and Lee University, and I had moved into a uh, pretty tall walk-up building, and I found out there was an elevator, and I was mad, so I burned it to the ground. And uh, yeah, allegedly, as your I lawyer, allegedly burned I will, it to the I ground. I would have to say there was. That allegation, but yes, yes, there was a trial that I recently finished up, but mm-hmm. um, I've just figured it's a statute of limitations, I'm all good there, so uh, that was me, and I am pretty, I do feel bad about it because <laughs> I lost some of the stuff that I actually liked. Uh, I had some, some cool merch that I really wish I still had, so this is kind of a plea to the fire department <laughs> if you rescued anything. Please, because I can order another louder with Crowder mug, but there are some things that are just a one of one. Um, right. But I mean, could you give an example so they know it's yours? Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Ben Shapiro signed a plank of wood from Home Depot for me. Uh, that was pretty special. But again, yeah, I mean, wood in a fire. One. I oh. doubt that survived. Yeah, yeah. So that's story time segment slash weight off our shoulders. I, I don't know about you guys. I feel great after that. Oh, that was so... Oh, yeah, Tommy, yeah. thanks so much for coming. You really brought a, a fresh and a fresh perspective. We could chop it up with you all day, oh, right? Yeah. We've got so oh, many war Oh, well, we're going clubbing after this. Oh, we're going right to the Absolutely. club. Yeah, we were yeah. going to do it from a club, but Sidekick Sammy last oh, night was like, oh, the oh. sound's going to be bad. So it's a boring studio episode oh, that's for that you. Guy. Yeah. 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 Anyway, my cigarette at me. Thank you. Yeah, that's when <laughs> and, and uh, Tommy just flicked the cigarette at him. Uh, anyway, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we will see you next week with a brand new episode. Take care, guys. <laughs>